Hello everyone, nice to see you, nice to meet you again. Every second week we are meeting in this kind of session, live session on LinkedIn, YouTube or Facebook. I'm very happy that this is already the third one, unbelievable. And I will continue to count, who knows, maybe to 300s and, and first and second and so on. Uh, so we will be very happy to join you every second week. So uh, what, what is all about? What are we doing here? So we are talking about retail, definitely. And we are talking about special part of the retail and retailing. And this is fiscalization. In this uh, session today, we will talk in particular about fiscalization in Germany. Uh, you know, Germany is a very big economy in the world, one of the biggest and today I checked some numbers about the Germany and I was surprised that 50 biggest companies of the world out of 2000, I think, are coming from Germany. So this means really something. And this country is a fiscal. So this means if you want to run your stores in Germany, you have to fulfill some of the fiscal requirements or better to say all of them. But some of them are uh, maybe more complex. Some of them are less complex and we will discuss them today. But before we start and before we go deep into the details, let me just give you a briefly overview of what can you expect from us in the next uh, weeks, in the, in the near future. So we will continue every second Tuesday at the same time, means 3 p.m. Central European time with this kind of sessions. You can follow us and you can watch the streams on platforms like Facebook, YouTube, and of course, LinkedIn. And the next one will be on 9th of November. And I'm very happy about that session, the next one, because it's a very, I, I think, unique topic. And I think it's totally unique what is behind. I'm talking about research and development around fiscalization. Unfortunately, I didn't see in my career, let's say, that somebody is doing research and development in that area unless is dedicated this kind of work it's dedicated to the production of the new fiscal printers or cloud systems or whatever so i never saw that somebody is doing research and development about how for example to run interesting and innovative concepts in the fiscal countries and this is really pity because i think the retailers have to know that and the fiscalization should become let's say, uh, even maybe benefit in, in those countries, creating the new opportunities for the retailer and not always stopping him, for example, stopping him to, to create the new innovative concepts. I'm talking about issues like, for example, Amazon Go concept in fiscal country. You, you, I'm sure that you will agree that these kinds of, these kind of innovative concepts are very difficult to implement in the countries that are, uh, are ruled, let's say, by the fiscal laws. Imagine in the, the country like Romania, for example, you have to use fiscal print over there. And now how to do the Amazon Go concept, for example, over there? Not an easy topic. I want to do it uh, in a kind of research and development department in our company. We will create for that a special department that will focus just on these kind of topics, means innovative retailing in fiscal environments, security topics like, for example, blockchain and so on. And uh, the results that we will create out of those work, we will make public available for everyone who wants to, to, to enjoy them and to implement them. So 
Next time means in two weeks, we are talking about research and development in that area, and we will give you our plans, what we want to do and implement in that area. So, uh, but before we go into the detail about German fiscalization, let me give you just a few words about your hosts. So on one side, both of us are representing company called Fiscal Solutions. Company Fiscal Solutions is already 18 years uh, existing. So we are not really startup, although the ideas are fresh and very creative, but we are not startup. So since 18 years, we are working on interesting topics around the world, around the retailing and around the fiscal topics. Uh, we have just four products. So our product portfolio is quite small, but it's, a, it's exactly what the retailers and post software vendors needs if they want to expand in the new countries. So I will explain you very briefly about those four products. First, we have an internet platform, which is basically kind of digital library. And on that platform, we public, uh, publish all the uh, fiscal requirement information, like documents, laws, and so on, but also business and technical related documents that we are using for our software development. So if you are a retailer or if you are a software developer, I'm sure that you will really love these documents because they will speed up your work uh, unbelievably. Even more, on that platform, we are publishing news and even alerts out of the fiscal countries that we think that you should know about them uh, and not to, to, to miss any kind of law changes or some kind of the new important information that you have to know. The second product that we have are so-called workshops. So if you as a retailer or maybe post-software vendor decide to go, for example, in Germany, like, like we are talking about today, uh, you can ask us, of course, to provide one-on-one -on -one service, consulting service, where we explain you all details about the country requirements, fiscal requirements for that particular country, and where we combine those requirements with your environment and your architecture in order to find the best possible solution for your POS software and for your business, for your concepts, let's say. The product number three, and this is now the, the, the core of our company, it's a software module. Uh, we call it fiscal middleware because it's sitting between POS application and any kind of fiscal country requirements like fiscal printer, fiscal cloud solutions, and so on. And you, as a post software vendor, have to interface just once to us, and we give you immediately and we fulfill immediately the requirements of 17 different uh, uh, fiscal countries. This is amazing because you have work just to implement one solution or integrate to one solution, and immediately you are good to go in 17 countries. Not bad, I think. And the fourth one, the fourth product is so-called fiscal help desk. This is something which is very unique from my point of view. Uh, this help desk is providing legal and technical help for your stores on the spot in the country where you need the help. Uh, and it's not the point that we are just, let's say, helping in the case of, I, I don't know, any kind of questions related to the fiscal functionalities. We are also taking care that the data uh, fiscal data that you are presenting to the fiscal authority are right. So this means we are taking the responsibility not only for the uh, integration, but also for the fiscal data. This is quite unique. So, uh, so much about the company, uh, Fiscal Solutions, very easy. 
And now I would like to spend a few seconds, let's say, to introduce Roland and to introduce myself, and then we are good to go into the details. Roland, may I ask you to present yourself, please? <clears throat> yes. Hi to everyone. Hi, Darko. Uh, I'm sitting in Olisat. This is different than Darko. He's in Germany. Uh, I'm. Uh, my route is, and I'm coming as a developer since many years, and in last almost 20 years. I spent a lot of time in different retail projects. In the last 10 years, almost uh, all are related to fiscalization in different countries. So I have experience in about 15 different countries about fiscalization. Thanks, Ron. Great. Yeah. Um, few couple of words about myself. I'm engineer as well. I'm sitting in Germany in beautiful Hamburg. Now, not that sunny, but Anyhow, quite beautiful. Uh, I study in Germany and I spend all my career, let's say, in Germany. Um, part of that I spend in Dubai, in Middle East. So that's why it's, it's great because I, I understood or I understand also those kind of requirements over there in that part of the world, but in uh, German as, Germany as well. So this is quite good. Um, and I spend my whole career in retail IT. So I don't know nothing else than... IT and retail. So <laughs> that's everything what I know. Uh, 2003, together with Roland and Borislava, we created company Fiscal Solutions. And now, 18 years later, we are still here talking to you. <laughs> so I'm very happy about that. Many years later in the same combination. So let me do a, a, a short introduction about Germany and German and German uh, fiscal requirements, German topics. And then we will go a little bit more, of course, in the technical part as well. Uh, I would like to start with 2016, uh, because this was the year that I think the major or the first parts of the fiscal law, uh, like we know it today, def was defined. So even 2016. So actually, the, 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 the real one, the big one, and the technical one, uh, fiscal law was created into or was enforced by 1st of January 2020, but some parts of them of that law, which are very important, were, were defined already in 2016. And I will give you just some names because I will use the names also to explain you what is very difficult in Germany and different than in other countries. So the first law that was defined in 2016 was called Gesetz zum Schutz vor, vor Manipulationen an digitalen Grundaufzeichnungen. For those of you who understand the German, if we translate it, it's clear what it is, but if we translate it into the English, it would mean something like uh, law for protection uh, against manipulation of digital data storage. Let's call it like that. So you see, uh, there is not one word related to the cash register, related to the fiscal law, whatever. Although this law was already very important because it was dictating what is the way, how do you, as a retailer, how do you need to store the data uh, uh, on your POS or in the cloud or wherever. The second one, and this was also very interesting, and I will tell it again in, in, in German, it's Einzelaufzeichnungspflicht. Uh, so um, if I have to translate it again, it means something like uh, obligation to store um, all details, something like that. So again, nothing about fiscal law inside, nothing about uh, cash register, POSs, and so on. 
And there are several other war, uh, laws which were uh, defined after 2016 uh, all the way up to the 2020. In 2020, or a little bit before that, of course, in 2019, the technical part of the law was defined. So this means, and the technical part of the law, I will tell you the name again for that because it's very important. It's called Kassensicherungsverordnung. So this means something like, and now we have the word cash register, cash register protection law, something like that. I'm sorry if the translation is not right. But you see now, there are first uh, several laws starting by 2016 up to 2020 that are important for you as a retailer, as a fiscal law. So it's not just one document describing the fiscal law and how do you need to work. There are several documents, let's say, starting with 2016 and ending with 2020. Uh, all of them have the names which are not really, um, I don't know, to find by intuition so that you just key in, in into the Google fiscal law Germany and you will get it. It's not that easy. <laughs> Unfortunately, not. So the first and the big challenge that we faced with as we started developing in Germany was to collect all the documents, all the official laws and related documents that are important to take in, 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 in account if you want to develop something. Okay, uh, so this was the first big topic that I wanted to, to, to share with you. And the second big and interesting topic is the concept of the fiscalization. I will tell you in one sentence the complete concept, and this could be something like that. Every business relevant transaction has to be signed digitally, signed, and stored almost in real time. That's it. That's a very simplified fiscal law in Germany. That's it. No more requirements. But <laughs> if you're a retailer, if you're a post software vendor, you know that the devil is in the detail. And this is same same in this area. What does it really mean? What is business relevant transaction? What is business relevant and what is not business relevant? So this is the first topic that it's not so clear to, to define. Then what does it mean almost or near uh, to the real time? Real time means now and near to real time can be even five seconds before. It's still near to real time. Five hours before it's of course not real <laughs> near to real time. But what exactly means technically near to the real time? Then what is the end of the transaction? This is also not that easy because you have to save the transaction somewhere in between, maybe, maybe at the end and maybe on the beginning. But what is the beginning and what is the end? Imagine the, the guests coming into the hotel. They are starting, they're checking in, of course, and the hotel is starting the transaction at that moment. But the transaction is ending if the guest is leaving. So this means whatever is coming on the transaction data, on the transaction itself, in between, it's just filling those transactions. It's coming on the top. And the transaction is ended uh, as the customer, as the guest is leaving. So this means how to treat these kind of transactions, when to start and when is the end. And at the end, how to sign transaction, what is the method and what is the tool that you have to use. So you see, even if I put it in just in one very simple sentence, what is the fiscal requirement in Germany, it's not that easy. And that's why I would like Roland uh, to ask to uh, explain a little bit more in detail the concept of the fiscalization. What are the major elements, let's say? What is TSE? Everybody is talking about TSE. What is that actually? And 
what can we do with that or what what we have to do with that roland can you share with us some thoughts yes yes uh, so actually in many countries uh, as far as same in germany that uh, we have fiscalization we have uh, two key elements uh, one it's a peers application which can be installed locally on the, some uh, hardware based peer system can be installed in a mobile device or can be cloud based on one side and on another side we have a this secret word it's a tse which is uh, represents a fiscal device in germany so this fiscal device can be actually hardware based or also can be uh, service based like cloud based so on one side the cash register is responsible to capture all data by usually by operator uh, to prepare transaction for fiscalization and send it deliver it to TSC then TSC has to make a fiscalization of the data and create all of fiscal relevant information which has to be uh, printed or sent on the received which are for example transaction number uh, signature signature counter uh, time when there is uh, transaction starts and ends uh, then the TEC also has to store this data somewhere and has to provide a, a possibility to export this data uh, upon request. So the TSC itself, as I mentioned, can be the hardware device or can be cloud services. But in general, TSC has a three major elements. One, it's a security module. The security module, it's uh, a, a module which is responsible uh, to manage this transaction counter, to create a signature, uh, to provide other information for the fiscalization. And then we have a secure memory or, or storage where we store the all information about fiscalized transactions. And we have something which is used for communication between the PS application or PS and the TSC itself. It's a digital interface. So what is interesting uh, with this, that the government, it's defined uh, the main rules for this digital uh, interface by technical guideline, uh, which is published by Federal Office uh, for Information Security, where we have a description how this communication has to be done. But there is still some uh, place or space uh, for different solution providers to make additional functionality and implement on functionality. Yeah, one, one interesting point you just mentioned, uh, you mentioned the certificated providers of the TSE devices. Mm -hmm. So maybe just mm -hmm. to bring some clarification in that, uh, government define how the TSE has to work. So which elements mm -hmm. are inside? We, we just learned there are three of them, uh, but governments also decided or defined how the TSE device mm -hmm. has to communicate with outside world. And yes. now the, the, the providers which defined, let's say, or which produced the TSC, uh, they're starting or started at that time point certification. And certification mm -hmm. was basically related to the elements inside of the TSC and to the interface uh, to the outworld. Yes. Uh, yes. So this means the certification is actually, this kind of certification is not relevant to the POS itself and not relevant to the retailer, right? Yes, so in Germany, luckily, the POS application itself doesn't need to be certified. So in order to be fiscal compliant, you need to use device which is provided by some of supplier. Of course, uh, this device has to be certified and approved by government. 
So he, it has to fulfill some technical requirements and it has to fulfill and provide an interface which is defined by the technical guidelines. So this means actually the retailer can understand TSE as a black box more or less because I just have an interface and I'm sending some kind of data and I have maybe some answers from the TSE regarding errors or whatever. And that's it. So actually, I, I don't care what is inside the box, right? Generally, you don't need to care, but you need to care what to send because the itself, uh, mm -hmm. the, 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 this technical guideline, for example, not define which kind of data has to be supplied. Also, as usual, in many countries, there is no exact specification, for example, which kind of transaction types, uh, how to and how to they uh, has to be sent exactly and how they has to be fiscalized so uh, the the technical guidelines is just define how to deliver the transactions to the fiscal device but there are the, uh, another department uh, which is ministry of finance which defined which kind of data and what has to be sent so this is, is there any other document and yes. Is there any any publicly available, let's say, definition of the data that I have to send to TSE? Can I find it somewhere? Yes, there are some information and uh, they are available on the German language. So we tried and didn't find on English, for example. And also this information, it's still uh, not, I can say, customized for the retailer because uh, they are specified quite general way. And then uh, usually the retailers need to spend some time to understand how to map a different business process and which transaction are fiscal, which is not how to send data. So actually it has to be done some uh, investigation and analyzing of the fiscal requirements and, and the PS application and how to, and spend some time to map these different business processes because they not specified in this document uh, clearly and transparent way, as usual, from the retailer point of view. I remember this topic also from other integrations. So yes. on one side, you have the definition of the document, like, for mm -hmm. example, XML fields and so on. Yes. But the understanding of those fields could be totally different uh, depending who is looking on them. Uh, I remember the, the very simple field called uh, transaction date. So usually transaction date should be quite clear. It's a date where you created the transaction. But what to do if the transaction is started on one day and finished on the next calendar day? Uh, so if you started before midnight and you finish it after midnight, what is the transaction day now that you have to send it? Uh, in some integrations, this could be very crucial and very important, especially if you are creating reports and so on. Uh, so do are we talking about business days or are we talking about business date, sorry, or are we talking about calendar dates? <laughs> so you see, very simple topic and everybody could think it's so simple, but at the end, the integration is always the matter of the understanding. And I see the problems over there. And we had uh, lots of issues in that areas, right? Even yes, in other projects. I was, yes, yes, especially I was surprised with German because I expect when the German fiscalization was announced that will be very nicely prepared documentation that you will be able to go on some website where you have all documentation structured, even maybe in different languages, because as, uh, in Germany, there is a lot of international retailers, which are not a German. And I was surprised that 
exactly we didn't get all <laughs> this, we get opposite. So we get a different departments, different documentation. In one department is responsible how to uh, deliver data to the secure element. Another department it's which kind of uh, data has to be sent and how they formatted. Even what is what is interesting in Germany that the format formatting of the data from different department is completely different. For example, uh, the this document BSI uh, from the Federal Office of Information Security it's described in some uh, XML or JSON structure how to send the data to the government, and on the other side. Uh, the, the my ministry of finance they use a comma separated value how to format data which and then send in this uh, uh standard embedded format. in xml yeah i remember embedded that yes yes so it's it's a very strange so it's 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 typical when you have a completely two different uh department or even different uh, uh part of uh government who defined a different process yeah so it was strange and second was strange that uh, you cannot find some place for example there is no fiscal portal in germany where you can find all the information uh, where you can get all news so actually you need to spend a lot of time to searching different documents and also to understand and then if you want to translate it in english although some of documents are translated to english but some of them not so there is a lot of things which has to be done in order to implement and there is no um, single point of communication where for example in some countries we luckily have this uh, that you can send some questions and get fast answer but this is not <laughs> such a support. unfortunately yeah you you just uh, draw the the picture which is not that that good let's say which could be better and i i'm i want to add something on top on uh, in, in regards of those thoughts, um, if we are going into the fiscal countries like Romania, France, or whatever country, doesn't matter, we are always facing the situation that you have just a limited number of the providers of the fiscal solutions, like, for example, fiscal printer. Uh, I think in Romania, there are just three or four or something like that in Bulgaria as well, in Poland also, just some of them. So there is always very limited number. And this is not that good, of course, because then you as a software provider and as a retailer, you don't have really choice. You are forced more or less to use something. We thought that in Germany, this will be even that this will be better and you will have a more freedom to choose between more different suppliers. Actually, this is not the picture. So as if I'm not totally wrong, there are six TSE providers in the moment which are certificated. Uh, and one of them is, for example, D-Trust. Uh, Epson is the second one, Fiscali is the third one, Deutsche Fiscali is the third one, Swissbit and Dibold, not to forget. So there are six of them. And I think half-half related to the hardware and the cloud-based uh, fiscalization. So Fiscali, for example, it's totally cloud-based fiscal solutions or cloud-based TSE. This is really great. Uh, Deutsche Fiscal as well. Uh, and and I, I think we are working with both of them and maybe I can give you some words about those guys. So both of them are perfect technically and all of them are fulfilling, of course, the requirements that you need. But what I don't like that much at Deutsche Fiscal is that the owner of the company is GK Software 
and partially government because it's a is a Bundesdruckerei and this is mostly governmental uh, organization. This is somehow not then really independent solution, and I really recommend more independent solutions. And if I see Fiscali, for example, Fiscali is totally independent. They are providing fiscal solutions and middleware in several countries. So I like it. But all of them are technically great. You will not make mistake if you use any of them. But you have to decide, uh, let's say, based on your architecture, based on your requirements in the store, what is better for you, let's say. So we have six of them. What is also important to mention, most of them are certificated in Germany till 2029. So you have a still couple of years. Uh, as, as this date is reached, I'm, I don't think that they will not be certificated anymore. So I'm sure that they will renew the certification. So this is not really something which is that important for you as a retailer. It's more important for the provider of the TSE solution because it can happen that the government change the certification rules, that they make it more complex, let's say, and so on, for the new certification, for the recertification. And I'm sure they will have, again, a lot of work to, to be uh, according to those uh, changes. Uh, but for you as a retailer, all of them are very good and all of them are very well famous. So I think you should go to the to the web page of the Federal Office for Information Security and you can check over there which companies are certificated and which are offering certificated TSC. This is one point. Another point is you should think which kind of TSC is fitting best or perfectly in your architecture. Uh, there are different concepts, let's say. There are USB sticks which you can just put in your POS uh, and you can run it. There are uh, cards let's say electronical and 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 uh, memory cards which are embedded in printer for example or there are even pci or similar cards embedded in the pos system or there are tsc boxes where you can uh, add several different tsc cards in one box and you can reach maybe from from for from several different pos's within the store this one box so at, at the end, of course, there is a cloud-based solution where your POS can send the transaction to the cloud for the signature and get it back, of course, and then store it or, or do with that whatever is needed. So this, you see there are several different options which you can implement in your store. And I think it's, it's a worth and it's important to think about that, which one is fitting the best in your environment. Maybe, Roland, you can give us some advantages and disadvantages yes. of those of all of those concepts, let's say. Yes, uh, yes, I can. So since we have a different uh, type of TSC devices, hardware-based or cloud-based, uh, the retailers or software solution providers are happy at least to have some kind of uh, choice to select which kind of solution they need to use. So. And this also depends on uh, retail application types. So for some of uh, application types, uh, one solution is better uh, for other. It's different, of course. But we can say in general uh, uh, that hardware-based uh, TSC devices, for example, have some advantage, like they can work offline if there is a no communication uh, with the, uh, there is no internet. But they have, for example, disadvantage like a limited capacity because they are designed to be in a store and not take so much transaction. They have to 
they need to have some maintenance because they are hardware device. So then if, for example, we have embedded device like uh, embedded uh, uh, TSC, which is put in the post, then it uh, may require uh, dismounting of POS. So you need to have some qualified support in order to do it. On the other side, if we have some USB based, USB stick based uh, TSC device, then we can have a, a security issue because then maybe can be disconnected or maybe lost, stolen because they uh, not secured on proper way. Uh, then you have a problem uh, because you don't have any more data which you're obliged to have. Uh, then, for example, if we have a hardware based uh, devices which are uh, connected directly to the POS device, like this USB stick or, uh, for example, embedded, we have an issue maybe with compatibility if we not use the Windows-based uh, operating system uh, because you, may you need some Linux driver or maybe you run iOS or Android solutions. Uh, then you need to think how to connect it. So they are all uh, typical, uh, I can say, disadvantage for the hardware-based. On the other side, we have a cloud-based solution. Uh, which provided for fiscal and Deutsche Fiscal, and they actually good for different uh, application types, which are more, for example, can be the mobile application, cloud-based application. For uh, the one of the biggest advantage of the cloud, for sure, is that there is no hardware maintenance. Uh, actually, you don't need to ha have a, any kind of uh, hardware. But on the other side, in Germany, we have a specific cloud-based solution that you need to have piece of components, uh, which is uh, has to be installed locally in the store if you run a standalone application, uh, which is certified uh, uh, to have a secure communication with the cloud. So it's a cloud solution, but there are some elements which are not typical for the cloud. Uh, then ad, uh, additional disadvantage for this kind of uh, integration can be, for example, offline scenario that you don't have access, uh, internet access, maybe downtown uh, when the cloud service is not available. So there are some disadvantages. So then on the end up, uh, what is good is that uh, this solution can be mixed. So actually the retailer are able to mix and use, for example, uh, hardware uh, solution for certain application in the store uh, in in more in uh, more complex projects or can uh, and use the cloud solution but then we have another uh, problem which is uh, that even the uh, digital interface is defined by the government but there are certain differences between this device so then you have additional effort to implement two different or three different solution providers we will come back to this topic because i mm -hmm. think there is a certain architecture uh, yes. which can solve this issue, but I will come back to that uh, in a second later. Uh, let's let, we just we are just moving from the general topics related to the law to the TSE, which is the heart, let's say, the the core of the German fiscalization. So this is that fiscal device which can be physically hardware or software in the cloud. And now let's talk a little bit more about the requirements which are technically mm -hmm. needed to be implemented in the POS application, because there are some of them and not of, not all of them are easy. So some of them are quite interesting and quite complex. Maybe you can give us a, some words about the technical requirements that you have to implement in the POS application. Yes, so there are uh, also it depends on your application type. Some applications have a, uh, less and some of them have a more challenge uh, to be integrated with the German TSE. 
So actually, the point is that every business relevant transaction has to be fiscalized. And the first step will be, of course, to find out what is the business relevant and financial relevant transaction. So uh, this is also some specific uh, invention from the German fiscalization is, for example, in the German, you need to fiscalize the transaction start and transaction end, which is not a typical uh, fiscalization approach. Uh, it was it's quite unique uh, German for Germany, so it can be uh, maybe problematic for certain kind of application. Uh, then uh, this is also special procedure in case of hospitality, where you have uh, some orders uh, from the customer, which also has to be recorded in DSC or let's say fiscalized. Uh, then uh, you need to uh, adjust your received layout according to the uh, German fiscal law because you need to include certain additional elements which is coming for the, uh, uh, from the TSC, like a fiscal transaction number which is created by TSC itself. You have a signature counter, you have a date and time when the transaction started and stopped. And uh, also, for example, uh, part where you have a lot of... Uh, work is to make an export of the transaction. Uh, so one side we have export from the TSC device, uh, which is all, I can say it's uh, this kind of functionality is mainly implemented by TSC itself, but you have also additional export, which is uh, named uh, GOBD or compliance or DS film VK, uh, which require to uh, export uh, POS specific data uh, in a specific format, which is defined by government, and uh, most probably uh, the many PS applications will don't have uh, all this information by default and ready for the export. So it will be some additional challenges, most probably for the for the for the retailers, yeah, and the social suppliers, yeah. But like in every country, so there is something which is. Uh, for example, good in Germany done, but there is also some difficulty because they are always want to find something new. I think you know, country want to be a little bit inventive. Yeah. Let let me add some points because um, I started uh, the, the this discussion, let's say, with uh, explaining what is the business relevant and uh, ri rising the question: what does it mean to be to have business uh, relevant transactions? And now you catched up and, and continued with that. Uh, sometimes ago, I heard uh, I heard a definition, and this is maybe good fitting in this in this area. So, what does it mean, business relevant? Uh, it was stated like something like this: whatever or with which trans ever transaction is changing the goods levels and goods in the store, let's say, and financial data in the store is business relevant. So, this can be somehow taken as a, as a good. But I don't think that this is the only only uh, way to specify what is business relevant. But this could be a good starting point. Whatever is changing the level and the quantities of the goods in your store means items. And whatever is changing the financial data of your store, this is definitely business relevant. <laughs> so probably there are more, but these are for sure business relevant. So this yeah, is one this point. Is and then, sorry. Yeah, okay, you can continue. Yeah. So I think it's not so easy, because, especially for these right. uh, goods, because, for example, inventory will not consider as a fiscal transaction. So, I think but it's not changing the numbers. Yes. Yeah. But okay. 
it's it's a it's a definitely a interesting topic yes. to decide what is business exactly. relevant. So, and mm-hmm. another important point you defined or you you just explained us regarding the exports, which are very important. Mm-hmm. So that on one side, TSE has a certain export of data or fiscal data, but on the other side, POS has to have also uh, export possible export of the financial and fiscal and yes. whatever data yeah. defined by the government. And maybe just to give you a word and, and a view about audits, because if the audit is coming into the store, then they are checking, let's say, your data uh, in this order, let's say. First, they are checking the receipts. It doesn't matter if digital or physical, but first they will check the receipt. After that, they will ask you to export the data of the POS. And after that, they will ask you to export the data from TSC. Maybe they will not do everything. Maybe they will just check the receipt and export the POS data and never ask you to export the TSC data. But usually if they are checking, they are checking according to this order. Uh, So that's why it's important to have, let's say, a good receipt with all elements that you have to have, layout and data and so on. And of course, defined export from the POS. Export from TSE, you cannot influence. This is defined by the producer. So, but Roland, tell me, based on your experiences, how long does it take to implement German fiscal requirements? All of them. One day. From the, like, <laughs> one day. <laughs> this yeah, would be great. Yes, yes. Just yes. like I your know. experience. <laughs> yes. So actually, in order to say that, uh, it's really depend on the uh, solution supplier or post solution supplier developer. I had experienced a very complex project where the complete process of the implementation of one country it's very detailed. So then the time will be very long. Uh, and also I had a, a different uh, experience with some solution supplier. We say we will do it very fast, but. Uh, on the end up, we all this implementation we need to split in several phases, and one phase will be the anal- analyzing of the requirements, which will also uh, 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 consume a lot of time. So I think it's even more than average in other countries. Then you, uh, the retail solution supplier has to spend some time to uh, develop integration with TSE, especially because here we have a fiscalization in several steps. It's a not standard way of fiscalization. And then on the end up, uh, we need to implement the export of the data. Uh, TSC export is uh, defined and provided by TSC so, so, uh, so device provider. But on the other side, there is a PS export, which may require some additional uh, work because you may don't have this data. Uh, by my experience and a feeling, usually you can estimate between three and six months uh, for implementation. Uh, it really depends, of course, uh, about uh, the solution itself, how the solution already has all data which has to be fiscalized and exported. So if it's not, then may you need to come up with more time. Thanks. So this is quite good. And I think these informations are very valuable for all those uh, companies that just have to implement or just pl- just uh, are planning, let's say, the projects in the future. They should know at least roughly what does it mean. Um, thanks for that. Uh, so let me let me ask you just one more question and then we can close slowly the, the, the session. Tell me about the innovative concepts like, for example, Amazon Go and all these mm. kind of very nice and fancy and beautiful retailing ideas. Can we implement them in Germany? Is it okay? Is it good to go like Amazon Go? 
So it's always hard to say for this kind of solution. So on the first look, it's not looks a complex, uh, but uh, on the other side, the, the devil is in the details. Uh, so for concept like Amazon Go, I can say that Germany is not a worst country, not the best. Uh, the political lungs are very good. Or Bulgaria or Turkey. So these countries are very heavy for this kind of uh, uh, innovative concept. And as always, uh, the the uh, government and tax authorities doesn't spend so much time to think about future concepts. Usually they try to include existing concepts. So these kind of con concepts will have some challenges, of course, especially uh, one of the challenges will be when the receipt is starting, because here we have a person which is coming inside, maybe they don't want to buy at all. They just want to ask, for example, what is the nearest other shop or something like that. So this is the first, yes. for example, problem. Then when the uh, fisc uh, when we have finished the receipts, then how to deliver the receipt to the customer because they may, okay, they can uh, get a e-receipt if he is agree, but what to do and how to do and how to identify customer which doesn't want to have an e-receipt, he wants to have a printed. So there are certain, certain specific things which has to be investigated and clarified in order to implement this kind of innovative so there is a lot of space, let's say, for research and development yeah. that we want to yes. run. So thanks for that. Yes. I see it the same. Absolutely. Just uh, give me just a few words at the end. I told to our audience that we have four products mm -hmm. and one of them was software, middleware, fiscal middleware. Tell me, please, does it make sense to use the middleware solution uh, in such a kind of countries like Germany? Yes, uh, there are saints, of course, uh, and especially it depends, of course, uh, of uh, the level of benefits can depend on the different concepts. For example, usually the middleware solutions are trying to re reduce the time for implementation by trying to provide certain data, for example, in exports uh, to make uh, integration simpler. Also, it can also provide uh, easiest way to support the different TSC devices because I already mentioned there are certain specifics in the different TSCs. So if you want to implement multiple TSC uh, supported by multiple TSC, then you need to spend additional efforts. So with middleware, you will get it out of the box. And of course, there is a benefit if, for example, you go to another country, uh, then the middleware, it's a very good example how you can reuse uh, your effort for integration and go to another country with very small efforts. Great. This is, I think this is great wording to, to finalize and to finish the session of today. Let me just give you two additional points and then we will close the session for today. So first one, how to proceed if you are retailer or post software vendor and if you have to implement uh, German fiscalization. I see two ways as a, as a, or the two points as a interesting ways. One would be to find all the recommended documentation, documentation to study it and to create your own concept. For that, you can go, of course, to our internet portal. Uh, the internet address is very simple, fiscal-requirements.com. And you can find and download over there all the documents related to the German fiscalization. This would be one strategy that you can run based on those documents, based on those documentation and based on your study. You can develop and integrate by yourself whatever you want and however you like. If you need additional support, we will be happy to provide you workshop 
of course, going into deep into the technical details and architectural details. And at the end, if you see that our middleware can help you to reduce the efforts and create real benefits, fine with us, great with us, great with us together. So we would be very happy to do it together with you. Okay, thank you very much for your attention. I would just like to invite you to the next uh, top next event that we are that we are having very soon. Already on 3rd of November, we will talk about certification in Portugal. Unfortunately, certification is always a complex issue and we will guide you live through this step-by-step -step certification during that webinar. So you are warm welcome to join us. It will help if you are uh, interested in the situation in Portugal. The next big issue or big topic that I really want to share with you is our YouTube channel. This video and many, many other videos, like, for example, retail talks, which we are publishing every Tuesday again. Some kind, some, somehow we have magical Tuesday. Everything is going out on Tuesday. <laughs> In this retail, talk, talk, uh, retail talks, we are covering very interesting topics, which are just now uh, very important in some countries, for example, in Serbia. Serbia is just now changing massively the fiscal law and you will find a set of videos which are uh, defining and helping you free, of course, uh, to prepare your fiscalization in Serbia and other countries as well. So don't miss our YouTube channel and don't miss, of course, in two weeks on 9th, our research and development session. And why do you need? I'm sure you will love it because we will talk about all those innovative things like blockchains, Amazon Go, mobile POSs, and so on, and how to implement these guys in complex fiscal environments and what is that that we want to uh, analyze and research. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And we see us next time. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you very much, guys. See you. Bye. See you. Thanks, Bye. Robert.